The Devil's Advocates Radio Show is broadcast under a time brokerage agreement between Devil Radio and Civic Media Inc. Some portions of this program may be pre-recorded. Warning, you are about to listen to the greatest radio show ever. And due to contractual obligations and to shield our airwaves and corporate licensees from any semblance of liability, responsibility, and gullibility, we must tell you the views represented on this show are not necessarily those of this station or its management. This radio show contains differing points of view on current political topics, and due to the nature of its contents, it should be heard by everyone. Thank you for listening. Now live from the Civic Media Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, where the political party is just beginning, welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. Friends proving it's never personal, only politics. Please allow me to introduce myself. And now, here's your hosts, Dom and Crute. Welcome to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. Dom and Crute on the road again. Dom, I'm calling this one the... Love means never have to say you're sorry. <laughs> Iowa Caucus Edition. Welcome to Dubuque, Iowa. Pretty great to be with you. Thank you, man. Nate, working the board. Our fair audience, we are in Dubuque, Iowa, hanging out the Shot Tower in downtown Dubuque. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful city. I, I, I forget how lovely this town and very reminiscent uh, of our time in La Crosse. Yeah, River City. They've got the port here. A casino. <laughs> We're not staying there, right? We are not staying okay, at the okay. casino. But, Dom, we are at the Shot Tower and serving this town for between 56 and 57 years. Now, the sign says 56 years, but the, the fine proprietor, Tanya, says oh, it might be 57. It's, but it's can there. you blame the people? It's supposed to be 30 to 40 below if they haven't updated the kiosk. <laughs> I can't blame them. Meatloaf Monday is back. Crudy, I'm looking forward to seeing you eat your meatloaf today. I didn't know it was such a hot commodity. <laughs> yeah, it was. This is the hottest commodity in Dubuque, <laughs> Iowa. On a Monday, we showed up, what, 1 o'clock, 1.30 in the afternoon? Not even 1.30 yet. And I put in a request for the meatloaf. Not for now. But for later. But said, hey, yeah, you know, yeah. the, the sign out front, it brought me in. It wasn't the Iowa caucuses. It was the Monday meatloaf. I'm here <laughs> for the meatloaf. Buy the meatloaf. And Tanya said, oh. Oh, uh-oh. We might be sold out of meatloaf. Already? At like 1.30, the lunch meatloaf crowd. The rush came for the meatloaf, Tom. So when we came back later and we're prepared here at the Shot Tower Inn to do perhaps the greatest radio program ever, but I was told the, the meatloaf, the portion that would be set aside for me, <laughs> a limited portion. Yeah. Well, Not the full meatloaf portion, that that's the, all right. you, the generous portion. That gives you an opportunity to get something else to eat. That they've been serving for 56 to 57 years here at the Shot Tower in Dubuque, Iowa. Used to be a Shakey's. The old timers know that. Yeah. High expectations, Grody. So... Thank you very much to the fine staff here, and we're looking forward to meeting the bartender, Ben, after five. <laughs> uh, Tanya, she is the, I guess she's the manager. Right. Family business here in Dubuque, Iowa. And, Dom, when we, when we go on the road, we go out to have a good time and meet some people, and we've been meeting some fine people here in Dubuque. This is a fine town, and the occasion, of course, the Iowa caucuses, Dom. The whole world's watching Iowa. The first in the nation presidential choice are the democrats caucusing tonight um no no they are not no. 
I, fact, I'm, not, I'm not clear there's going to be too many Republicans caucusing tonight. Now, on the average caucus night, my understanding is about one in four caucus. But did we mention it's cold as hell here in Iowa? <laughs> it's terrible. It's damn cold. Now, not terribly. Terribly cold for us. I mean, we've been outside for a good five minutes collectively all day long. <laughs> time, right? Like, take a few shots here and there. Got to walk in and out of buildings. Uh, but it's not a wind blowing. The sun was out. It's a nice, brisk day here in Dubuque. It is. Um, and uh, I want to point out, I didn't feel welcomed to cover some of the presidential campaigns here of late. You know, the, the Trump team, and have I mentioned they denied me twice successively I'm trying to go see the man run for president again, bring back the relevance to you, our fair audience. And twice, not once, but twice tonight, in a row, I thought, small venue? No, he won't let me go to a Ben Carson event either. (laughs) You can't get into a Ben Carson party, man. You are blackballed. If Stabby McStaverson won't let me in, (laughs) then then i got to think it's me, then I. it's, It's not me, it's you. Have somehow become less than a loved commodity by the former president of the United States. But, Dom, I feel completely reassured. Overnight, everything changed for me. (laughs) Why is that? I got an email from the former president. It addresses me specifically. Look, Michael Crute. Oh, Mike, nice. First and last name. And the subject line of this email, Dom, I'll never stop loving you. (laughs) Right. And, Dom, it's from Trump. Make America Great Again 2024. This is President Trump. And then a picture. And he's pointing. You know, sort of Uncle. Uncle. Uncle uh, Sam style. Uncle Sam style. Yeah, yeah. I'll never stop loving you. So there he is, Dom. And I somehow feel reassured that it, he loved a, me all the time. It's, it was it's all better. Small it was just a misunderstanding. Communications. You know. But now you're, now you're back together. Well, the theme is love today, Dom. In more than one way. And, uh, well, of course, Jordan loves oh, Packers on. later. I love me some Packers, but, Dom, let's, let's talk about love, meaning never having to say you're sorry. <laughs> yeah. So i got to think, I'm not the only Trump supporter or just rando that got this email from the former president overnight. What, what do you tell me? I, although I've got to feel like this was a special message for me. I, I'm sure it is to you and I'll everyone who receives stop it. Stop loving you. So I feel very loved. I feel embraced by the former president and of course he is candidate donald trump and he's trying to win iowa tonight Dom. and the last credible poll out of iowa and question mark credible poll out of iowa the des moines register poll the final one says he's about to kick ron DeSantis and nikki haley's ass here in iowa that seemingly is the sentiment on the ground and some have questioned the turnout because it's damn cold. Did we mention it's damn cold here in Iowa? It, it is cold, and it's not just some questioning. Apparently, the Trump headquarters is telling Fox News that some of their Iowa supporters are staying home. Apparently, it's 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 tough to get out. They'd love to get out to caucus for the former president, but they're saying it's just too cold. I hear Nikki Haley's been rigging the weather. <laughs> yeah. So Trump sent me a little love letter, Tom, and again, I, I feel loved. I feel embraced. But Trump had a special message for all his followers here in this 30 to 40 below climate that they're going to caucus in tonight. And the Iowa caucuses, just so you know, and and Tanya actually was explaining this as well, though it's been a while since she caucused. Excited to go caucus tonight, though, wasn't she? Yes. And there will be speechifying 
from the respective candidates or their campaigns. I can't imagine Trump's going to be in Dubuque tonight, given individual speeches. But they have, you know, caucus captains. And they go represent, they go give the script on behalf of their candidates. And then they just vote. There's no gathering in corners or trying to find viability. They don't do it as a complicated system the way the Democrats did. Right, right. You know, when the Democrats lost the right to go first in the nation in 2020. Well, so anyways, Dom, what did Trump tell his support of? Because it's damn cold and, you know, there's there's a lot of illness going around, COVID and respiratory what, what did Trump think people well, just a little, a little background. The Hill reporting meteorologists are warning of life-threatening conditions here in Iowa for the weekend as the state prepares to caucus. Uh, Trump canceled three of his four in-person events uh, on I Sunday due to the freezing cold and snow. Okay, so Trump canceled, right? He loves you, but he canceled. Windchill is projected to be as low as 40 degrees below zero in parts of the state on Monday with temperatures also in the negative. The Hawkeye State is, of course, recovering from a blizzard that rocked the region Friday and Saturday icing the roads. That's as cold as Melania after she found out about stormy, stormy, stormy. But what did Trump say to his loved followers? Quote, you can't sit home. If you're sick as a dog, you say, darling, I got to make it. Even if you vote and then pass away, it's worth it. Remember. <laughs> that's, that's the sort of loyalty I'm looking for in a voter. Yeah. A willingness to die for my candidacy. <laughs> if you die. In the primary, in a caucus. <laughs> in a 40 below windshields. If you die afterwards, your life has been worth it. Understand Trump is favored by like 40, 40 here in the state of Iowa. So this is really... About a marginal fraction of one vote in one district. Although, you know, the encouragement could encourage thousands to go out and risk life and limb. But it's totally worth it. And on a for, and on a for real. Does he not need those same voters in if, the general? I mean, if, if someone literally did go out and, and you know, fell down and, and, and died from exposure because, you know, they hurt themselves, no one heard them, those kinds of situations, you know, certainly happen. If that were to happen, do, do you think there'd be any regret? I, I don't think so. Tom. No regrets, Curry. Love means never having to say you're sorry. <laughs> oh, that's right. Didn't we tell you that? And Trump's promise. He promised you, Crudy, and everyone who's on that email list, he will always, always love you. He sent it to my personal email. Are you sure it's not just a me and Trump thing? <laughs> Is he stalking you, Van? I, I, he might be. <laughs> I mean, I feel first a little stalked. denied, right, right, deny, deny, and then send you this. It's like it's you know it's very very complicated, kind of a mind game he's playing with you, Curdy. A little hard to get, and then <laughs> right. all of a sudden he loves you. Oh, no, baby, I right, love you. Right, right, I right. loved you the whole time. Next thing it's fire time and your phone doesn't stop ringing. I mean, is that, is that what we're dealing with right now? <laughs> About 7 o'clock, every voter in Iowa is going to get a, a text from Trump. You up? <laughs> you up? <laughs> What's happening? What are you doing? Folks, you are listening to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. We are on the... For the love of democracy tour 2024 and i gotta i gotta thank you dom for coming with you're like in my top five choices to <laughs> yeah. accompany me here to Dubuque, Iowa. it's great to be here with you once again curdy for real third man. i can't believe it it's been that long third presidential elective cycle that we have spent in dubuque iowa first time at the shot tower inn and the happier happy hour i'm looking forward to that dom but 
in prior caucuses. I never got a personal letter from the former president, any no. of the presidential candidates, really telling me that he will always love me. Always. Folks, we're the Devil's Advocates. We always love when you're a part of this big program. You can join us. We're taking you with on the road. 844-96-PARTY is a political party. Dubuque, Iowa, the Iowa caucuses. The reason we're here, you can be a part. Come on down. The meatloaf's fine, so I've heard. (laughs) But it's out. But the drinks, they'll be flowing. Come back with us. From the 420 break, thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show live on the road in Dubuque, Iowa. But the great thing is we always take you with us. You can join on the lines. Let us know what you're thinking today. What do you think is going to happen in Iowa? 844-967-2789. And the location, Dom, of this little Iowa caucus pre-caucus foray, the Shot Tower in Dubuque, Iowa, serving this fine community for somewhere between 56 <laughs> And soon to be 57 years, and Monday, Monday they're known for their meatloaf. I'll find out soon, at least if Tanya was telling me the truth. And Tanya is the fine manager of this place, and I met Tanya the other day. She was kind enough. She, she keeps a book down. Old school, you know, like a, like a calendar book. She said, well, let me put you in the book. Oh, you're in the and book. And then I, <laughs> I came in today, and I was waiting for her, and I heard her talking to some client or Vendor or someone on the phone, she said, well, let's get her in the book. Let's get her in the book. So, you know, old school. I like that. Yeah, you owe the box, Crudy. <laughs> let's, let's get her in the box. So Tanya was kind enough to allow us in this, apparently, a family restaurant here in Dubuque. And Tanya said we could broadcast from here. So here we are looking forward to a happier, happier soon. But I think you should meet her and you should hear a little bit more about this fine place, the Shot Tower Inn. Dubuque, Iowa, uh, I believe it's going to be cut number four. Let's talk about the Shot Tower Inn for just a minute. For allowing us to broadcast here, uh, how long has this place been here? 56 years. Wow. Something like that. It might be 57 this year, I think. So no. I know there's a 66, but... Yeah. Is this are are is your family part of this in any way, or are yes. you just? Okay. My father-in-law started the business years ago. Oh, so. awesome! Yeah. Awesome. It was originally a Shakey's. A Shakey's, <laughs> nice. Yes. And it is my understanding um, today is the Iowa caucuses, and that's what brings us here to Dubuque. Uh, Tanya, you told me you're going to caucus tonight. I am. And um, how big a deal is that to Iowa's economy, to your restaurant? our restaurants economy. How big a deal are the caucuses? Well, it's the first um, decision on who's going to be the candidate for presidency, so it's kind of big, I guess. So. Kind of a big deal. 
Tanya, a very positive human being. She's in the public service industry here working in the restaurant field, right? But very happy, very positive. I liked her. And uh, she did offer some insights into her politics. And she had mentioned it had been a long time since she had caucused. But she's caucusing this year, Dom. And she feels inspired. And she's going to caucus for Donald Trump. Here is her explanation of why. Uh, if you would, please play cut three, please. Republican side, they give speeches? Uh, I think they just usually have a, a captain that either speaks for them or obviously. Um, I went to one years ago and they had somebody on TV and you watch the video of the person speaking. Um, I don't know if they don't have a representative of that caucus. They don't get to be known, I guess. I'm not really sure. It's been a long time since I've been to one. And do you have a favorite candidate this cycle? Um, probably Trump. Okay. I do like the other ones too. I like they have a lot of good things to say, but I just feel like Trump has more support behind him. So I just kind of want to go for a winner. Now you had mentioned that Chris Christie once upon a time had been here and had done a CNN event, and that was a decision you you maybe had regretted as a as a restaurant. Why would that be? Well, it, some people didn't like that he was here and. They were from a different political party, so they didn't like that we had a Republican in here. That's why they were mad, but it's fine. I would suspect through the years you guys have had a few Democrats invite themselves over, though, as well. Oh, I don't. I like them all. I like everybody. Anyone that I have, I have friends that are Democrats. I have friends that are Republicans. I think it's great as long as we can agree to disagree sometimes on certain issues. Tanya, thank you so much. Uh, any anything I didn't ask you that you'd like people to know about Iowa, this process, or? This. Um, I don't think so. Okay. Well. <laughs> Job well done, Crudy. I covered every conceivable topic. With Anything Tanya. else, yeah, yeah. So she's very, very nice. Thank you for hosting us here at the Shot Tower Inn, Dom. And, you know, we went over to a different place, had had a little lunch victuals at, uh, what, a family restaurant here in town. Uh, Sunshine Family Restaurant, I believe it Sunshine, was. Sunshine, Sunrise, something like that, yeah. And there was <laughs> Sunrise. <laughs> sunshine family restaurant it's not a it's not a guess we were there like two hours ago man so we went in this place and crudy was drawn immediately to like the the four or five dudes sitting at the table together and they were talking politics yeah, the older time. cats yep finishing yeah, up they their, were talking, their lunch they, or the breakfast the and talking the politics yep, yep separate checks separate checks there was no <laughs> pooling of the money there were separate checks but the guys were talking and i heard the one guy and you know, he said, I'm going to go caucus. And he's laughing at his buddy. He said, you're not going to go caucus tonight. He said, no. He said, that's because you watch MSNBC. MSNBC. You watch too much MSNBC. He did. And he said, well, you watch too much Fox. <laughs> yeah. And then this guy's gave him back the old fair and balanced. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so anyway. And the so other guy laughed at that. But I would say between, and obviously, so uh, different political perspectives, certainly a group of older male friends uh, yes. talking about t- politics and, and, and what's going on I spoke to here. at least two of them that were intending to caucus or were Republican supportive. I didn't catch the one guy. And then I did ask the MSNBC watching guy. And, uh, you know, he was a friendly enough guy. He was a liberal, but he sort of set the moral for the table. Yeah, yeah. He said something to the effect, and I paraphrase, but I feel confident. He said something to the effect, you know, never let us disagree to the point where we can't have breakfast together. We can't together. do this anymore together, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where, we can't, where we can't go and commiserate 
and agree to disagree. And understand the state of Iowa, this state has shifted demographically tremendously. Uh, there's a county in Iowa, Decatur, Iowa, I believe, about an hour south of Des Moines. Maybe I mentioned this the other day. That county was Obama by 21, and now it's Trump by 28. Whew. Like a 48, 49-point swing in one district, an hour south of Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines is the, the thriving metropolitan here, and thriving in that it's the biggest in the state of of Iowa, it is roughly the size of Madison, Wisconsin, but the the greater multi-county metropolitan, uh, about 800,000, a little bit bigger than Dane, Madison, and it's thriving, you know, and it's it's becoming more and more suburban and more and more blue, much as the outlying counties around uh, Milwaukee are turning a little bit more blue each and every cycle. So the state of Iowa is changing, but this used to be a state, this is a state, I believe if you look it up, believe Obama won this state and this state is turned hard to the right and and I think sometimes it's out of desperation uh, there's there's certainly a populist message that uh, is resonating uh, and in in this cycle and certainly in the previous cycle I, I think Donald Trump has taken advantage of that now whether or not he you know fulfilling the promises etc you know he's certainly up for discussion uh, but there, there is that sense, and I think you know the candidates that resonate, uh, that resonates with the people on the populist message are the ones that are going to be uh, the most popular here. Well, you know, it's strange to say, but Obama and Trump had that in common. They were outsiders, effectively. They were perceived to be outsiders. They weren't part of the political establishment. And I would say if, if Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden have a fault it's that they are the consummate politicians, lifelong politicians. You know, people used to respect that career of service, but it's not always as appealing uh, in a presidential campaign. Folks, Devil's Advocates live on the road, Iowa caucus style, for the love of democracy. I don't know if you know the Devil's Advocates, but the show is kind of a big deal. Welcome back to the Devil's Advocates Radio Show. If you can't be with the one you love, come to Dubuque, Iowa with Dom. <laughs> and that's what I've done today. I uh, appreciate you all joining us. The Iowa caucus is going off tonight about 7 o'clock. We'll be on the air till 6, and then we're checking out a couple of the local Iowa caucus sites. And then we'll bring you back the results tomorrow. Currently, uh, Trump is strongly favored strongly uh dominic greta sent me an email during the break shot tower are you going to tell the listeners why it is the shot tower we keep talking about the fact we're at the shot tower in i just always assumed uh in dubuque we're, like you know, stacking shots lots of alcohol. shots yeah exactly not exactly no, okay, okay you're you're a little off base fellow let me finish this from greta used to switch kids there when my son's bestie moved to iowa city I will always love you. <laughs> Thank you, Greta. I love you back. Uh, here is why it's called the Shot Tower Inn. Here's why we are at the Shot Tower Inn Bar Cocktails and Pizza, I believe. And uh, Dubuque's historic Shot Tower. A true survivor of the frontier days, Dubuque's Shot Tower stands starkly against the riverfront as a unique memorial to the early munitions industry. During the Civil War, hope we don't have another one, Dom. Mm. 
The tower produced three tons of musket shot per day under conditions that would amuse modern industry. The first story contained a steam engine used to hoist the lead by uh, by used to hoist the lead by windlass to the tower top. The center of the chamber contained a large tub of water to catch and cool the shot by climbing ladders. It's like chutes and ladders down the munition makers reached a furnace on the ninth floor. Great place for the furnace. <laughs> Here the lead was melted 120 feet above the ground. And then they, like, apparently dropped the shot, and they sorted the shot, and they cooled the shot. And then a little bit more about this building, Dom. However, after being built in 1856, the tower was only used briefly before being bought up by a competitor shot maker from St. Louis. After the war, the adjacent Standard Lumber Company used... It is a fire lookout for the lumber mills. In 1911, a series of fires destroyed the local lumber industry, and the tower's wooden interior was set ablaze by an arsonist. No arrests were ever made. And then in 1976, this thing got hit by a railroad car from the Chicago, uh, Chicago Central and Pacific Railroad, and they were thinking about moving it to a safer location. <laughs> yeah. But apparently they've made a big investment. It is a historical landmark. The Dubuque Shot Tower. It's an actual thing, Don. It just is the a thing. Name of a bar. Well, and crude, don't don't act like this was like some. Oh, we gotta go stop at the Shot Tower. It's very historical. You saw the sign that said Meatloaf Monday is back, <laughs> and, and you're like, I am in. And shots, I like shots. We all who doesn't like shots. So you know that's how it works. But that's okay. That's how life is sometimes. They've been serving meatloaf here every Monday for the entirety of my life, Don. <laughs> right. That's that's the sort of place I'm looking for. Substance and from. one of these days, they're going to get a new batch going, right? Uh, Dom, let's go back to uh, where we had our, our lunch victuals. More of a late breakfast, I'd say. Uh, we went to the Sunshine Family Restaurant. Pretty sure it was called that. And I met this guy, Jeff. And Jeff and his buddies were talking politics, right? Much as you and I often like to do. And as they were getting ready to go their separate ways and pay their separate checks, of course. <laughs> uh, I asked Jeff, could I, could I talk to you for just a minute? Could I ask you about the politics of the day? So here is my brief conversation with Jeff. Now, he's the one that was giving his buddy a hard time. You watch too much MSNBC. And his buddy said, you watch too much Fox News. He said, yeah, but it's fair and balanced. <laughs> yeah. And then his buddy, not Jeff specifically, but one of his buddies said, well, I hope, you know, we never get to the point where we disagree to the point where we can't have our breakfast together. Right. Dom, you and I have been going out to breakfast for a long time in many different locales. I usually like the left side of the page. <laughs> yes. And you, you have most of the right side, and then we fill her up and talk politics. So here was Jeff in our brief conversation with Jeff, uh, meeting him at the Sunshine Family Restaurant in Buke, Iowa. He is going to caucus tonight. I think Nikki Haley was his favorite. Yes. Play it for the people. So, sir, just your first name, if that's okay. Uh, Jeff. Jeff, you're going to caucus tonight? Yes, I am. Yep. Do, you, do you have a favorite? Are you still open-minded? Well, I think uh, Haley will be my choice. Okay. Yep. And may I ask, sir, why Haley? Well, I liked uh, her communication style. I liked her positions on a number of international topics, and I think she'll be a good leader in the country. If not Haley, if Haley uh, doesn't doesn't make it through new hampshire doesn't catch a little bit of fire sir um do you have a second choice is uh, there... probably desantis yeah. desantis um presumably it's either going to be desantis or haley and if haley's your choice 
do you think DeSantis should drop out for her benefit? If if she wins Iowa, should he drop out? I think that uh, come uh, the uh, Tuesday in March, that that would be the time for the, the participation to be reconsidered by the candidates. But up until the the uh, Super Tuesday, Tuesday March uh, primaries, I think that's it, they should stay in if they choose to stay in. What about uh, Donald Trump? If he is the nominee, would you feel comfortable supporting him, sir? Um, I prefer just to say that my support is behind Haley at this point. Okay. Yeah. All right. Really Thank appreciate you. it. Yeah. <laughs> I took that no comment as uh, <laughs> oh man, as as sort of a anyone but Trump. I that was my impression as well, and, and I have seen uh, some reporting that you know some folks are are hesitant to be forthcoming about their not wanting to vote for Trump, wanting to vote for Republican, but not wanting to vote for Trump, uh, but not really saying that publicly because of the the issues that might cause with their you know social circles. Well, there's another gentleman I met today at the Sunshine Diner in Dubuque, Iowa. We are here for the Iowa caucuses, and this is part of the. For the love of democracy to our 2024, thank you to our fine travel sponsor, Chad's Design Build. Madame, this was Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Thomas is a different sort of cat. Thomas saw all the fun we were having meeting all the people, and Thomas wanted to beat. And Thomas was sitting in the booth by himself at that point. He had had a nice conversation with the waitress. I noticed when Thomas, when we came in, Thomas was jaw-jacking with the waitress she was pregnant and had taken a load off and was sitting there just having a little coffee with uh, a I lot think. of you know a, a very local joint you know what i mean a very uh hometown. that's why i took you there man <laughs> hometown that the uh, other place was closed because you can't tell was, time that was my mistake uh but you know it's, it's one of those joints where literally everybody knows your name and she pointed out, and actually we had a nice chat with the the, the wait staff as they were trying to close the joint. We're the last ones there. And, you know, we said busy day for a Monday, and they said, no, not really, MLK, cold. And, you know, but they said our clientele is old. And they said a lot of them don't have family. And we become their family. Sure. And they come see us, you know. Every we, day. Like literally every day. every day, yeah. They come see us. So um, these nice young ladies, uh, they had a great attitude, and they really seem to appreciate their regulars. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, we all try to appreciate the regulars, but this one this one would take a little more loving than some. <laughs> uh, this was Thomas, and I met Thomas sitting at the booth. He and I had a nice little chat. Here it is, a little interview with Thomas at the diner. It's okay. What's your name, sir? Thomas. Thomas. Valentine. And you're here in Dubuque, Iowa, and you're going to caucus tonight. Yep. Do you have a favorite, Thomas, or are you still open-minded? No, no. Trump. You're not? Not, a, not, not my mind. What, uh, why Trump? Why, why no doubt? What he did for us the last time, guys. Yeah? We were motivating him. Yeah? Idiot Biden gets in. So, <laughs> what policies... Do, does Trump have that maybe DeSantis or Haley or... I don't like Haley at all. Yeah, what What not about Haley? I just, I'm going back to where we had it made. If he'd have been in there for another four years, we have really had it made. Okay. And what about DeSantis? A lot of people like DeSantis. No. 
window. So Trump or bust? That's it. If Trump's not the nominee, are you going to back whoever the Republican is, though? I don't know. I might not vote at all, then. Yeah. Have you voted for Trump the last two elections, you Thomas? Bet. Gotcha. Both of them. Gotcha. Thomas, who's, uh, you like the senators here? Oh, yeah. Grassley and uh, Jody Ernst? Yeah, I don't have that with Jody or And uh, Kim Reynolds, the governor, you like her? All right. Okay. How was the breakfast? <laughs> Good. All right, man. I'm looking forward to eating mine. You're and I did eat mine, Tom, and it was damn good. It was. We killed it. Uh, you're very gracious, Michael, uh, and I appreciate that. We're just out to hang out and, you know, get 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 some folks. That We're get in their, their, their town. Opinions. How am I supposed to act? I went into Thomas's favorite diner and plopped down next well, to Thomas well, I mean, because, chatted with Thomas. Uh, and, and that's fine. That's good. And, and perhaps that's a, the nice feeling we want to leave, a smile on their face. But I, I, I got to ask, man, we had it made? You know, like, when you say we had it made, how exactly would you define that? Thomas, Crudy. You know, well, the breakfast special was five ninety five then, <laughs> and it's eight ninety five now. We had it made then. We had it made then. I don't know. It was uh, COVID-y, if I recall, when uh, Trump was finally kicked out of office. You might say covid <laughs> yeah. uh, So it was nice meeting some people. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. look forward to meeting a few more people, and there are a few we met that – you know, a little shy, aren't necessarily on tape. But I want to give you a little flavor of the nature of those caucus in tonight. And each and every one will that say they're caucus in tonight. It's one thing to say, hey, yeah, I'll be no, there. No, there was man. a guy who I spoke to in the Iowa jacket yeah. that said he wasn't sure, caucusing it. tonight. Yeah. And I said, you know, we're rooting for the other team. He said, oh, no, <laughs> just might have to work. And so, it's going to be 40 below wind chill out. Well, yes, you know yes. what? That's the you best down. laid plans. You know, the 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 harp man making the weather change for Biden. Yeah, I won't go to quick trip in this weather, <laughs> but here we are in Dubuque. Yeah, right. Glad you came with. You can come with us. You can always be a part of the For the Love of Democracy Tour 2024. You can always join us on the phones. 844 Eight, nine. Uh, we see some callers. Let's be patient. We'll get to you. Uh, the, the, who was it? Jeff, uh, the gentleman who was non-committal on Trump. He was first yes. down with Haley and then and then DeSantis and wouldn't comment necessarily on But when on you on asked Trump. him about Trump by name, he was well, back to supporting Haley. And and what what I found interesting was he specifically said, when you ask about why Haley, it uh, was her communication style, yeah. which I thought was you know very interesting, along with uh, her, what are the uh, international topics? Uh, he, that he feels she is much well, more qualified. Well, she was the UN uh, secretary under Trump, and, and and I would I would suggest that perhaps those are if you're if you're a, a, a mega if you're a Republican that those are probably some of Trump's biggest weaknesses at least. And I, I would concur. I mean, obviously, the way Trump talks these days, the, the way the discourse has has certainly fallen uh, since he's entered himself into this arena. Um, I, I think there's probably a, a, a lot of a lot of Republicans feeling that kind of same way. Because they wouldn't, they wouldn't want to talk to their parents that way. They wouldn't want their kids talking to them that way. And they probably don't think, even though this guy might be their guy on abortion or on the border or on whatever, uh, that, that, that his communication styles are you know, not, not really bringing people together per se. Well, I would just draw a modest con- contrast between Jeff, who was there with chums, and one of the chums was an MSNBC guy, right? Right. And 
although he wasn't, you know, down for the, the left per se, didn't espouse any opinion like, oh, I'll never Trump, I'm going to go vote for Joe Biden. He was the guy that was hanging out with the guy that he accused of watching too much MSNBC, right? The right. effectively, you know, didn't say exactly that, but effectively that was he was I never t- Trump. If I was taking action, yeah, one was at least never Trump or perhaps a Dem, and the other ones were, were Republican and maybe not Trump. We'll see what happens at the end. Yes. If you can't be with the one you love, love, love the, the one, one you're, you're with, with, baby. Folks, I hope you're loving what you're hearing. We are the Devil's Advocates live on the road in the Shot Tower Inn making munitions and meatloaf around here. <laughs> Dom. Shots of tequila coming up in a half hour. Uh, we are in Dubuque. We'll be at the Iowa caucuses in just a bit. You can join us here, 844-967-2789. The For the Love of Democracy Tour 2024. It's swinging. We're in full swing here. We're on the road having a good time. Come on back. 844-96-PARTY. The Devil's Advocates. Because freedom... And we are back. Thank you for listening to the Devil's Advocates radio show live on the road in Dubuque, Iowa. The Shot Tower Inn brought to you by Chaz Design Bill. Thank you, Chad and crew. Thank you to Tanya and the crew here at Shot's Tower Inn. A happy hour coming up real soon, crew. But you can join us on the lines anytime at 844-967-2789. Here are some news that's got me a little troubled before the Iowa caucuses, and I hate to get into the polling. And the horse race politics. But here we are at the starting line (laughs) of the horse race. We are literally in Iowa for the caucuses. We've done this like three consecutive cycles, Dom, because we feel like this is where the relevance is at the Shot Tower Inn in Dubuque, (laughs) Iowa. It's relevant because we're here and we're bringing it. But there is some new polling out, very troubling for the current president. First and foremost, President Biden's approval ratings are as low as any president since George W. Bush. And I'm talking like post-Katrina George W. Bush. 33% job approval rating the current president has. Above and beyond that, the head-to-head, the horse race politics, the polling, Trump, DeSantis, and Haley, all leading Biden in new polling. CBS News UW uh, polling down found that Trump, former U.S. uh, U.N. ambassador Nikki Haley, and Florida gubernator Ron DeSanctimonious each edge out Biden in a head-to-head matchup. While Trump remains the clear favorite in the GOP primary, Haley fared the best against Biden. Dom, she is up by 8, 53 to 45, and you can say, well, early, yes. (laughs) Yes, early. But these are relatively large sample sizes, and the margin of error on this poll is about 2.5%. Understanding. Really, Joe Biden won the presidency by about 45,000 votes in, what, three, four, five important states? It is an electoral math equation. Yes. But in so many of these different electoral states, Biden is also trailing Dom. Uh, the poll found 59% of independent voters would support Haley in a matchup with Biden. 59% of independents. And here's the really troubling part. 55% would back DeSantis, 
54% would back Trump. If you can't win independence, you can't win the presidency. In a contest with Biden, DeSantis received 51, Biden 48, uh, and Trump is within the margin of error. Otherwise, it's not even within the margin of error, buddy. Uh, Trump still maintains a comfortable lead in the GOP primary. He's up by 55 points. That's that's not real close. Almost 3,000 people polled, though, Dom. That's a relatively large polling sample. Uh, well, it depends on which poll. There's, there, there's the separate polls. The first poll you mentioned uh, of the, 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 the matchups, uh, 2,870, that's the margin of error, 2.5%. The other survey showing Trump up, uh, what, 55 points among GOP voters. Well, that was uh, 786 likely Republican primary voters. Margin of error a little higher at 4.7. But even so, you then take off 5 by 50, 50 man. right? It's still, it's still big, uh, no question about it. Uh, but here's the thing, man. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried. It's, it's too early. It's too much going on. You know, I, I think, you know, towards the end of summer, that's when these things will start to take shape and matter. You know, they're starting to line up behind Donald Trump on the Republican side. The endorsements are starting to line up behind Donald Trump. In fact, Iowa Governor Ken, uh, Kim Reynolds, who today is out there supposedly campaigning for Ron DeSantis. She endorsed DeSantis, yeah. but made a statement, oh, but if Trump's the nominee, of course she'll support him. Well, as I think what Sununu said it as well, I mean, ultimately the Republicans are going to get behind the Republicans. What I think is a, it's, it's a very... But will Jeff at the breakfast table... I mean, Jeff, this this guy who's Haley first and DeSantis second. No, I think there's going to be some Jeffs out there. That, and, again, I think there's some, going to be some people that say they're going to vote for Trump and won't. Uh, just like last time, there's some people that said they weren't going to vote for Trump and did. I think there's a there's some of that going on. I think there is, as I mentioned earlier, some, some societal pressure amongst the Republicans. You too. think there's people out there claiming they're Trumpsters that aren't really Trumpsters? I don't think that's a claim I make unless I believe it. I, I literally do believe that there is a that there are those folks out there, and I don't. I'm not saying it's it's it's, it's greater than zero percent. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, if you have your entire life hooked up socially to your evangelical Christian belief, and you're one of those that go in there all the time, and but you you, you know in your heart that this is a, a terrible decision, and you're not going to do it. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna project that. You're gonna tell that and share that with your friends and make you ostracized from the cult. No, man, I don't think people are gonna do that. I think that's why there's there's private you know polling, man. You go in and you you, you shut the curtain and you do your thing, uh, and and it's up to you to make those determinations. And I would I would recommend a lot of those folks if you're those believers. I don't know how you can, you know, pull that lever for a guy like Donald Trump who would want you to die, as long as you voted for him. Then it's okay. Then it was all worth it. Come out in the cold, bust a hip, die of exposure, but make sure you get to the polls first, the caucus first, and then. I mean, what? I mean, it's it just and add that to the list of amoral, immoral acts and statements by a guy that has no reason to be anywhere near the halls of power again. Jim, see another guy that came out in support of Donald Trump today. Who? U.S. Senator Little Marco Rubio. <laughs> Of course. I was chastised personally by the man. <laughs> you, you know what Rubio has in common with uh, with Ron DeSantis, both of Florida, of course? What? I think they wear the same high heel. Ah, nice. Both short guys. Yeah, yeah. I got nothing against short guys. I got nothing against short guys either. I got some against short guys that wear lifts. 
844-967-2789. I just got these you know, extra high Nikes on. Hey, Cindy from Appleton, Wisconsin. You're up. Welcome, Cindy. What do you got for us today? Hey, Cindy. Hello. Well, give me some hope and tell me that was a poll only with the Republicans. I did not see the polling samples of the CBS UW poll, but I got to tell you, Cindy, I am troubled, and I know I get the snot beat out of me anytime I ever say anything negative about our President Joe Biden. It's not that I personally seek to run him down, but if I point out the obvious polling that that Joe Biden is not currently a very popular candidate, I get beat up, Cindy. But I got to tell you, currently, Joe Biden is not a very popular candidate. No, and I'm actually very upset with the Democrat Party because the DNC should have tried to find somebody like Gavin Newsom to run instead of Biden. Biden's too bloody old. I don't want to vote for him, and I'm a staunch Democrat. So (laughs) I'm very troubled like you are. I really am. Cindy, let me ask you a real quick question before we go to break. Do you approve of Joe Biden's... Act, acting as president thus far. Would you give him a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Well, I would give him a thumbs up. But the so would is, I. I don't think he's going to make another four years, and that's what terrifies me, and I think that's what everybody's got in the back of their mind. He's not going to make another four years. 75% of U.S. voters, according to the, I believe, the C- CBS YouGov poll, question whether or not Joe Biden is vibrant enough to serve Another term as the president. We are. We'll serve you. It's a happier, happy hour starting right now.